Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. My name is Ebony Griffin, and I am your host of the Small Talk Big Thoughts Podcast. It has been such a challenge to get this podcast out. I don't know exactly what is going on, but everything was going on. And so I want to tell you, because it has been a challenge, I believe that maybe somebody don't or something does not want you to hear it and and i'm saying you know what not only do you listen to it but you also share it with somebody else because at the end of the day this podcast is used for the glory of god to point people to christ okay so share it share it share it and thank you for listening now we are a week a full week into the new year yes i said it you know that is something already we're we're down now what i want to ask is how are you feeling how are you doing how is your mind how is your body how is your spirit the reason i ask is we all look to the new year for new beginnings however the new year is only new if you let go if you let go of the old, you got to let go of the old. You got to let go of 2021 and certainly got to let go of 2020. If you still hold on to the past, you will bring the past into your present. If you are comfortable with old things, you will carry old stuff into your future. You, you're going to do it. You're going to carry it into your future. But God, God is our only opportunity of forgetting those things behind us he can cleanse us of the sting of the past if we haven't made the thing or a person of the past an idol what is an idol years ago i read a book called counterfeit gods by timothy keller great book he describes idolatry as anything more important to you than God. Anything that absorbs your heart and imagination more than God. Anything you seek to give you more or only what God can give. Anything you seek to give you only what God can give you. He says anything can be an idol and everything has been an idol. Timothy goes on to say, a counterfeit God is anything so central and essential to your life. Should you lose it, your life would feel hardly worth living. Wow. So that is what Timothy Keller says in Counterfeit Gods. Uh, but what does the actual Lord say about it? So we're going to look at the first mention of idols, and it is uh, in Exodus second book of the bible chapter 20 verses 2 through 5 and i'm actually going to read from my new king james book so um it says uh chapter chapter 20 verse 2 says i am the lord your god who brought you out of the land of egypt out of the house of bondage so the Israelites, this is who the Lord is talking to, had just been re released, saved, redeemed, free. Basically, they have been slaves for years. 
captive for years and they are like free okay they are they they are just out of the red sea free okay fresh fresh from the red sea and god is speaking to them letting them know hey i know that you've been in bondage i know that you have been slaves i know that you have learned and picked up some things from the egyptians israelites but i want you to know since you have been set free free yourself also of the mind uh things the mindset that they may have taught you free yourself of any idols that you may have watched them have um free yourself of any idolatry experiences that you may have learned from the egyptian people let go of that and so this is straight up exodus 20 verses 2 he's god is setting them straight he's putting them on notice so chapter um chapter 20 verses verse 3 you shall have no other gods before me chapter 4 verse 4 i'm sorry you shall not make yourself a carved image any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth verse 5 you shall not bow down to them nor serve them for i the lord your god am a jealous god visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children in the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me okay so they've just been released or freed by god you know he the the red sea was like that was the the, the it's if you know the story red sea is split they walk through egyptians are running after them and then from there god closes those egyptians in they drown okay and then the Israelites walk on the other side on dry land. They're free, okay? They are free. Look back. They don't get to look back on the Egyptians no more, all right? Um, but then, you know, he, God is setting the stage here. He's letting them know that you are free. Um, you need to free your mind. This is what idolatry looks like. It looks like, number one, um, you need to know that you don't need to have no other gods before me. What you saw there, what you experienced there, let it stay there because you have left there. And so he's letting them know, don't bring that. Don't bring that to wherever I send you. Do not bring that with you. You need to let that go. So verse 4 lets them know, I'm going to tell you exactly what a carved image is. So it's no question, okay? Um, it's a carved image. It's anything that's in the likeness of something. And, um, you know, whether it's in the heaven, it's on earth, or it's in the water. I don't want that. That's basically what God says. Verse 5. And if you bow down to anything, that's also an idol. And if you serve it, it's an idol. And guess what? The reason why I don't want you to do it is because I'm a jealous guy. I don't play that. I don't want that. I don't accept that. And I won't accept it from you. And then the part that really is like a kicker is when he says that if you do this if you have an idol i ain't only gonna look at you 
you ain't responsible. It's not just you that's responsible for the idol. I'm going to visit your kids and their kids to the third and fourth generation. And then he ends it with saying um, to those who hate me. So he, so his idea of what idolatry is, is that if you are serving another God, number one, you, 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 hey, you basically not serving him. And then number two, that's a form of hatred of God. And because of that, he is, is going to be some payback. It's going to be some uh, repercussions to you as well as your children, 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 all the way up to the third and fourth generation. So that's pretty deep. Now, in the New Testament, it goes on to say that talking, you know, with talking to the Israelites, right? So Israelites are being talked to in the old, uh, the New Testament as well as us. We are included in the fold. The rest of us are included in the fold, thank God. He reminds us in First John, God does, First um, John chapter 5, verse 21, little children, keep yourselves from idols. That's it, period. Keep yourselves from idols. Now, he done already told us what it looked like. He ain't got to go into that no more because he told us that in Exodus. But now he's just like, look, you know what it looked like? Keep yourself from it straight up. And then in 1 Corinthians, and it's a lot of scriptures that talks about idolatry. Uh, but I just kind of pulled these because they're quick and they're easy. And the bottom line is no idols. Uh, but in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 14... The word says, therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry, period. Just real quick, you know, keep yourself from idols, free from idolatry. Run, run, run when you see it. Don't look back. Don't, you know, let it go and keep it moving. Do not look back, okay? Now, um, you know, as I said before, we are a week into the year. So I got to ask you for real, for real, straight up, what is your idol is it fear is it worry is it skinny stomachs is it sports is it weight loss is it COVID is it vaccines is it Biden or Trump is it your spouse is it not having a spouse is it your kids is it not having kids is it your job is it your hustle is it your side piece what have you raised above God what Think about this. Think about this question because it's important. And let it sink in. What have you raised above God? Recognize it. You got to recognize it. That's the first step. That's the first step in many steps to ensure that it really is a new you this year. Recognize it. Number one is to recognize it. Number two is to repent. That is a term that really means just tell God you're sorry tell him the you know ask him for forgiveness tell him what you did tell him you're sorry that you won't do it again and you got to turn away from whatever it is that thing or that person that is the idol you got to turn away you got to stop doing it you got to turn away from it and turn to God and ask that God replaces that thing in your life with that being said, you got to turn to God. That's number three, turn to God. You know, people spend like 30 minutes a day at the gym 
and and they do they start with this mindset like at the end of December like you know what I'm gonna hit that gym every day and you know I'm gonna be like so fit I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and it's nothing wrong with that like I wish I had that um you know I'm I'm doing better listen I'm doing better but you know I just don't I, yeah, that everyday thing, but they're spending um, a lot of time trying to 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 actually get physically fit. So for the first thirty days, gyms are packed to capacity. You gotta like push somebody through by the elbows just to get get to do some jumping jacks. But by like February second, hey, you can do cartwheels and jumping jacks. There ain't that many people in there because most people don't stick to it. Um, but the bottom line is, the people go because they want to be fine. They want to be physically fit. Well, God desires for your mind to be fine and fit. And, you know, as we start the new year off, invest in time with God, invest in your spiritual growth. That is going to carry you through this year, whatever this year looks like. We don't know what this year holds, but if you invest in your time with God, it will definitely be a year that you can get through. Number um, four. So we already covered, recognize that there is an idol, repent, ask God to forgive you, turn to God, and then number four is spend time with God. Make it a daily habit to connect with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When we start dating, listen, hey, everybody loves that that stage. When you first start dating somebody and you're, like, on the phone with them all the time, you stay, you know, on the phone for hours. Like, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. It's so cute, right? And then, um, you know, of course you don't mind spending time with the person. It's like you, you've been with the person for 23 hours of the day and then on that 20 fourth hour you're like oh my goodness I miss you so much you just left the person but that's what it is when you when you're like feeling somebody um you don't mind spending time with them you don't mind talking to them all the time well God loves you and he loves me that way and he wants us to desire to be so enmeshed with him that we're the same way it would be if we were dating someone if we were just getting to know someone married to someone that the first newly newlywed uh days and months and years he desires that can you give him that can you um run to him and get in his presence can you spend time with him in worship can you honor God by listening to the direction that he has for your life can you spend time with them and so you know that's going to be a question for you to ask yourself like it's we're a weekend have I been spending time with God what does that look like um and how have I been spending time and so the way to spend time with him is to be able to say that you have prayed daily 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 you know if you don't know how to pray this is the time for you to learn I spent many years asking God for a better prayer life but my prayer life changed only when I made the effort I dedicated my time to strengthen the the love of the word I listened to others pray I studied those individuals in the bible in their prayers and also studied God's response to them and um 
you know, those things, doing those things actually built up confidence in me and a boldness in me um, in my prayers. And it allowed me to trust God more uh, to answer my prayers and my declarations because I was strong in, in my prayer life. So it wasn't like it's little old me coming to big old God and praying. God is always going to be big, right? He's always going to be sovereign. But it became more of, God, I come to you as your child. I am your child, and you have given me authority to stand in boldness as I come before your throne. So now that is just a change in my mindset that had to take place. And so I don't know if that also is something that you want to consider, but pray daily. And that leads me to meditate on God's word daily. Give God, the God that gives you breath, give him at least 30 minutes a day. At least 30 minutes, okay? You can start with 30 minutes and of course you can increase your time. Of course you can work your way up. Um, but it's not a checkbox though. It's it's because you're meditating on a word, which means that you're kind of going over the word over and over. You're thinking about it throughout your day. Um, you know, you are in meshed also in the word and what God is saying to you because you want to be. It's a choice. It's a decision that you're making. It's because you want to read it. It's because you want to understand it. It's because you want to get close to God. And if you do that, you can anticipate a word from him. Because God's word is living, it has the ability to illuminate off the pages to speak to you directly and to speak to your situation. So please avail yourself. Now, I want to kind of go over it again. And I said, recognize that there is an idol. Repent. Turn to God. Spend time with him. Pray daily. Meditate on the word. Because, of course, prayer and the word is so interconnected. The word can um, be prayed back to God. Like, his word can be prayed back to him to encourage you, to strengthen you, to guide you, to prepare you, and to protect you. So let's summarize. Examine your life for idols. When you recognize that there are one or many idols, ask God to remove the hold that the idol has on you. Repent for any idols, like any idols that you have, anything that you've raised above God, repent for that. Ask God for forgiveness. And then replace that idol with the beauty and the wonder and the matchless sovereignty of the holy God. Like, replace the idol by centering your thoughts, every thought that you have on God. Then, you want to get to know him daily through prayer and meditation on the word of God. And let God help you leave the old things of last year and even yesterday behind. So what is the big thought? The big thought is let go of the idols. Let go, let go, let go. Let go of the idols and put God first. Well, that's all, my friends. It's been a blessing to share with you in the first week of 2022. May your year be filled with faith, with following, forgiveness, and with love. Until next time. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk.
Thoughts, big thoughts. Oh.